Hey everyone, we have an awesome episode for you today. Yes, we do. I also never know how to do I feel like I've said this before. I can never start these things because it always sounds so fabricated. <laughs> it is, guys. We're sorry. It's fabricated. Anyways, we actually do have a really fun episode and we we're do. happy to be back because it's been a little hiatus for us. Yeah. It's not like we were like gone, but we were. I mean, I was gone. You were gone, but yeah. it doesn't seem like we were gone to the people. That's true. Maybe it does. <laughs> that would be a bad sign. It's <laughs> like, wow, they've been gone a long time. Okay. Yeah, so we talk about we talk about so much in this episode. Like we're basically just we really doing. Do. John's been gone for like three weeks, so we're doing a lot of catch up. We talked about a lot of casting things mm -hmm. that happened because there was a lot of interesting casting things that happened while John was gone, and we just love talking casting. Oh. Um, I finally watched Batman vs Superman, and praise be. You get to hear John get real excited or surprised. Maybe not real excited, but definitely surprised. Yeah. Um talked about a few concert related things i talked about mumford and sons who i think made a huge comeback this year i went to a john carpenter concert that was fun john talks about his trip in new zealand which is awesome that was fun it was so fun and then of course we do like some spirituality things at the end we talk about uh, an email that we got that sort of went back to our animal souls topic mm -hmm. And we sort of we sort of talk about God giving chaos to spirituality in the world, which has always existed. Mic drop. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everyone's can, like, uh, what? <laughs> what is happening? You can send us an email to our um, hello and adieu email, H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-U at gmail.com. Yes. You can hit us up on Twitter yes. at hello and adieu, and you can also... Rate and subscribe on iTunes. And write a review if you really want to, because you like to write things. <gasps> oh, yes. It's exciting. That's about it. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoy, and I guess that's it. <laughs> enjoy. Enjoy. John! Oh, hi! <laughs> Snuck up on you. You always do. You I always do, do yeah. you little rascal. <laughs> How hi. are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Welcome back to the U.S. Thank you. It's so exciting home. to be here. It's so yes. exciting to see you. It's exciting to see you. Happy Independence Day. America. Is it? Am I the only one that's uncomfortable when people are like, happy birthday, America? That makes me uncomfortable. What they, literally, what are they even talking about? I heard like, it seven times during the parade yesterday. People are walking in really? like, happy birthday, America. And I'm like, oh, my okay, God. They're, no, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't like it. I, I mean, either. America I mean, unless I get free found, cake. America isn't founded on the 4th of July. That's. That doesn't make any sense, right? It's like I honestly it's separated. don't know, and I don't want to sound stupid. Oh, well, someone can go correct me on Twitter, but I don't think that <laughs> the United States of America is actually founded on the Fourth of July. 
kind of like how Jesus wasn't bro- born on Christmas. We are told no, that's, lies. That's Those are totally completely the different. same thing. <laughs> that is totally different. It's the same that thing. Is... It's saying that one point of history happened on one day when really it probably happened on a different. It's the same thing. No, no, but I don't think that we're celebrating the birth of America on. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it's actually like the start of America. It's the start of our independence, Mathis. This that's pump. true. It's it's a debatable topic. That's it all sure is. It sure did you is. did you see the Independence Day resurgence? Uh uh-uh. uh I saw it. How'd you like it? <laughs> it's not as bad as everybody thinks it is. Oh really? It yeah. has terrible reviews. I know it like, does. Even like the user rating on Rotten Tomatoes is low. Like I want to say it's in the thirties. Because... But I think it's just everybody was holding the first film a little too close to the heart and, like, going into the second one, like, you better not touch my childhood. And then it was like, and they yep, it. I hate you. Exactly. They touched it good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go on. Um, yeah, that, I, I think it's a good Redbox rental, actually. Like, it's a lot of fun. It's not as long as most action movies are nowadays, which is really nice because it ends and you're like, oh, it's over. I feel so good about that runtime. Oh. You know what I mean? I saw one Um, movie over the course of the last month. Well, why is that, John? Because I was gone. Where were you at? I was in New Zealand. (laughs) Listening to you in that episode saying New Zealand. See, I don't remember what we talked about because it was so long ago. You tried to say New Zealand. And they're like, that's Australian. I'm like, don't judge my New Zealand. I mean... In in your defense, it wasn't it wasn't exactly Australian. Oh, thank um, you. New Zealand isn't exactly Australian, so you were getting somewhere. Thank you. Thank you. Why don't you tell us about <clears throat> some of some of the trip? I will. I, I don't so remember I, what I talked about in the other one. I'm sure I talked about Hobbiton. Well, I'll just you talked about Hobbiton, which was awesome. You talked it's about so, skydiving, so cool. yeah, and. Your your skydiving video was the best. I watched Isn't it like so twice. Cool? It was yeah. so awesome. I was like, I'm so proud of him. My favorite part is like before you skydive, I can just see it setting into your face that you're uh-huh. you're like, what the well, hell am I doing? Because here's right the thing: now? they open that like it's like um the door. It's like a pod bay door. Like <laughs> well, it's like at the mechanic. They have like that garage door, and so they just like yeah. lift it up, and all of a sudden you just see these people <laughs> falling out, just like bye. <laughs> And then I was like, if we weren't choosing to do this, this would be a disaster movie right now. And I was last. So there were five of us. You were the last person. And I was the last one to go. So I watched everyone go out. Stephanie went first. So I I heard her scream. (laughs) (laughs) Scream to Um, her death. She's like, bye. (laughs) Splat. Um, And then Megan, our other friend, went right before me. And then it was my turn. And I don't remember if I said this in the other one, but they're like, Okay, you have to do two things. First thing is when you get... Did I say this already? I think oh. so. I'm trying to remember exactly The first what thing you is you want to put your feet under the plane as you That's sit right. on the edge of the plane. And the second thing is put your head on the guy's shoulder. And so I don't, in the video, you can see it because we laugh at this all the time. I look like a corpse because as soon as yeah. like we got up there, I was like... I put my head on his shoulder and I just like left it there because I was like, what do I do? What do I do? Because I'm on the edge of a plane... 15,000 yeah. feet in the air so I was like okay let's just do it and so like you can just see me I'm just like smiling like, a, a <laughs> just, like you were I remember this now 
and then he's like shimmying us up and it was just it's so funny and we laugh about it all the time there's something from all of our videos that is so funny and they mm. gave us um a video of because all the five people in the in our plane got the videos yeah so um they gave us one with all of ours combined <laughs> and so like s- there's something funny in stephanie's like when stephanie do we talk about i see i don't know if we talked about this on the other one but no. when stephanie went down her um eyeglasses flew off and so like so they just flew through the air like they were gone yeah like as she was free falling her her goggles like flew off and so you then, did talk about and her this. cheeks are like flapping and it's just so <laughs> funny and then megan didn't know what to do with her hands so she like looks like a bird and she like and then she like puts her hands under her like stomach and it's just so funny because we joked about before how like i was gonna pass out stephanie gets motion sickness so she was gonna throw up and then megan was just gonna cry and <laughs> this time around you know i look like a corpse um <laughs> stephanie's face was like flapping and then megan was like i don't know what to do with my hands <laughs> very like talladega nights um yeah yeah but that was fun that was otherwise pretty much all we did we rented a camper van um and yeah. we drove around the south island um, and pretty much all we did were we did hikes. We saw mountains. We saw some Lord of the Rings stuff. Like we went to where Rohan, we hiked mm, up Rohan where they so had like pretty. the, um, and so we stood all on top of All the pictures you posted are just like, and, yeah. majestic's the only word. It's just insane. Yeah, they're, it, it's an amazing place. Um, yeah. But um, I had two experiences at the airport on my way back. The first one oh is <laughs> I went to the bathroom. So I, like, walked in, I peed. That's not that exciting, John. Well, you know. Anyways, and so I was washing my hands, and then I heard someone come out of the stall. And you know that feeling when you know someone's staring at you? <laughs> so, oh, like, no. <laughs> I was washing my hands, and all of a sudden, like, I felt this, like, person staring at me. So I, like, turned, and it was this woman. And I was like, um, I was like, am I in the wrong oh, bathroom? No. And she was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry. And so, like, I walked out, and I looked, and I was like, I was in the right bathroom. This lady gave me so much sass. And then I was like, I was in the right one. I didn't go back (laughs) in. You you didn't walk back back in and tell her, though, because that's what you should have done. I know. That's what I should have done, but I didn't because I'm a good person. You're like, hey, miss, you're the idiot. And just walk out. Yeah. Run away like a little child. Um. And that was when I was in New Zealand, and I had two layovers. I had to fly to Fiji and then to L.A. and then home to Chicago. So um, in Fiji, I got there like at, I don't know, like 7 at night, and my flight wasn't until like 940. Um, mm. And as I like got in, you don't have to like go through customs really, but you have to like go up to this desk and um, pretty much just get like your new boarding ticket or whatever. And so the guy was being really nice, and he's like, oh, I got you an aisle seat. And I printed you off a new one. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And so I took my new boarding pass and I just kept walking. And then um, as I was boarding, I saw that the name on my boarding ticket was not my name. It was oh. some girl named Sarah. And I was like freaking out because we were about to board. And I was like, this isn't my name. Can I get on the oh, plane? Oh, no. And I was, so I was like, um, sir, um, so, you know, this guy was being really nice and he gave me a new boarding ticket. And um, it doesn't have my name on it. <laughs> so they're like, okay. And so it was figured out, but 
it was a you're long... the type of person where that is like the worst thing that could happen to you at an airport uh yeah especially in fiji like what am i supposed to do there <laughs> i don't even know where fiji is off the top of my head it's it's an island like above new zealand mm-hmm. in between there's like hawaii all the way up there um especially because like i had with especially with layovers i get very stressed out like i have to like because if you miss a layover you're like screwed <laughs> so i was like i have to make this plane so i can make it to la exactly so i can make it to chicago but I you made just it. go up there they're like you're not sarah bye go to and then prison they forever <laughs> they like strip search him in the airport <laughs> take off your clothes okay <laughs> okay let's move on but it was fun i'm it was a it was a trip I remember when I was watching uh, the behind the scenes for Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. uh, I remember them talking about like walking through where everything is in New Zealand and the layout of New Zealand and how they had to travel. And whenever you said you were going to New Zealand, I was like, nothing is close to it, each other. How is he going to do this? And I didn't know you were renting the, the camper. So I was like, oh my God, that makes perfect sense. And that's insane. Like That's really cool and just like a... I would have never thought that you guys were doing that. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely against my personality. I'm usually like, it is, give yeah. me a hotel. Exactly. N- not a camper van. For but if weeks. you're going to go to New Zealand, you have to literally just zip all <laughs> over the place. Like nothing is. Yeah, because there's like barely any t- big towns, especially exactly. in the South Island. So like we would drive for like days and we just go past these like little itty bitty towns. And then like when we got to a town like with the McDonald's, we're like, oh my God. This is the most beautiful <laughs> <We're> like, thing. <laughs> Where it's like sobbing. Um, <laughs> Just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a great trip. It, it was really cool. Was, yeah. Also, that I don't remember. Was it Megan who edited the video of you guys singing? Yeah. That was a really awesome video too. Yeah, like, we we did it fourteen times. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I was. I was like, they did that so many times. That's yeah. all I could think while I was watching it. Yeah. But it, it totally it totally worked out. You know, like it was worth it. Cause it yeah, created, it was so cool. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. It was a good idea. Yeah. Probably going to steal it in the near future. Do it. Don't tell them. I won't tell. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> but how has your a few weeks been? Because we haven't seen each other or really talked. It's, yeah. We, we talked briefly, but yeah, it's been... Um, it's been really it's been really crazy like my my own life has been pretty hectic and the whole world has been pretty hectic i know it's it feels like so much has happened since you've been gone like just coming into this it's like when i leave things happen it almost is it's like it's i the foundation of the united states of america probably the universe john don't sell yourself short wow that's a big responsibility but i accept america and the world anyways continue (laughs) (laughs) thank you you are welcome good day yes um yeah it's it's definitely it's been it's been pretty crazy something really cool i did right before right after you left right before you left is i went to see um john carpenter in concert with a friend and for anyone who doesn't know john carpenter is like one of the masters of horror film he he directed and wrote the fog halloween the thing uh christine um assault on precinct 13 they live like he's he's made like tons of films that are like cult classics now but what's really uh 
interesting about John Carpenter is that he was like one of, he was like doing indie film before it was commercialized and popular. So like Halloween cost such a small amount of money and one way that he saved money was that he composed the film himself. He was wow. like I'll just do it and save some money. And the Halloween score is one of the most famous scores of all time now and all of his music is really famous now. It's like like when you think about synth and horror, it's him. Like he he did that. Yeah, the um, Sith, Revenge of the Sith. What? Keep going. No, 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 Synth, synthesizer. I know the Sith. Keep going. Oh my God, I can't let him get away with that. Um, so so uh, about a year ago, he was like, I'm gonna tour the world and I'm gonna play my my themes from my horror films. So this this master of horror is going around the world like playing his themes and he's got this whole band and he's up front on the synthesizer and and i'm a big i'm a big fan of like you know 80s film a big fan of horror a big fan of john carpenter's style and everything he did for film so i was like this is such a cool opportunity so i went with my friend and it was so much fun they like play clips from the films behind him while he's um that's cool while he's playing yeah it was so awesome um and he's such a weird character like i feel like you have to be if you're gonna yeah, make all these horror movies he's 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 like a cheesy grandpa honestly like he'd be up there doing his little like dance moves whenever it wasn't his part to play mm-hmm. and he's just like Mm-mm-mm. he's just bopping back and forth and he would keep doing like the rock fist in the air like at the end of every song and all these like everyone in this crowd is like john carpenter is a god like all of his people are here and they're just like we love you john you know like just the <laughs> whole concert um and yeah it was it was a ton of fun he um have you heard of christine uh-uh christine is like um a stephen king novel that he made and it's about this this demon possessed car that kills people um, oh yeah it's a really really fun movie actually um he he got to his last number of the night though and he was like all right if there's one thing i could leave you with it would be to drive safely and then there's just this long beat and he's like because christine is out and then he starts playing everyone the just like theme. died yeah everybody was like, like it was such a oh it was such a cheesy joke but everyone was like yeah but he did so christine. many of those yeah christine and that was the best song of the night in my opinion was it? it was a lot of fun yeah so that was something really fun I did. Um, Game of Thrones ended while you were oh gone, and we're gonna be doing a whole episode oh that we'll gosh. be releasing later this week. We're not gonna talk about it here, but just so everyone knows, we're both very enthralled. Oh my god! We're goodness. excited. Yeah, we're. I'm gonna hold my tongue. <laughs> it's just a lot of oh my goshes. That's just gonna be so the many. whole Game of Thrones episode. Oh yep. my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my guys! Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What? On the on the really tragic end, um oh. to go into the entertainment world like um Anton Yelchin was in the the most freakish of accidents. I know. I don't know if you did you read about it? Uh-huh. It was for anybody that doesn't know, Anton Yelchin uh, who plays Chekhov in Star Trek. He's one of my favorite actors. He mm-hmm. was like one of those people I was watching, like this guy is going to be huge until that's, the day he that's dies. That's exactly because, what I thought. Yeah, he he was 
an incredible actor. Um, but he died literally uh, a few minutes down the road from me. Like, he, he lives... He lives maybe like a 10 minute drive from where I'm at. Um, he, uh, he left his car in neutral at the top of the hill of his house. He went down to go check his mail, uh, and the car just flew down the downhill driveway and crushed him against his mailbox and killed him. Uh, and that's it. Like it just happened that quickly. Just the most mundane of actions just forgot the car forgot to put the emergency brake on forgot to put the car in park went to check the mailbox and died and it's it's insane and he was 27 Mm -hmm. and i don't know that was it was absolutely mind-boggling i can't believe that it happened yeah i i really just couldn't even think about it especially after like what happened with christina grimmy because that happened like the day before i left and that one that happened the day before you left yeah oh my god that like and that one was like so appalling to me because oh yeah and then when you read the whole story of what happened it's just like it's so senseless it makes zero sense (laughs) senseless but like it really is and i can't imagine anyone that would do that and now i can't even imagine all these people that have all these meet and greets and now they have to be scared that the people that they're gonna hug and meet and their fans that they're carrying guns it's just and she was only 22 and that's what really got me because she had so she was 22 she had so much potential and i just it's just too much to think about honestly and she was such she was such a beacon of light for everybody she really was and it's it's like it really just shows you that life is not fair and there's no no way you can say that it is because if if life was fair she would be alive and other people wouldn't and that sounds really bad. And I don't yeah. mean for other people to die, but I mean, if life was fair, she was an incredibly awesome, decent human being. As was Anton Yelchin. Yeah. Like, he was, everybody loved working with him because he was such a great human. Like, he was so caring and so kind and so funny. And, yeah, I think you, you're you right. Like, a lot of bad things happen and you can't just, it, some things can't be explained and some things can't be avoided. Like, bad things will always happen. Yeah. That means that, the Orlando shooting happened when you left, right? That was that day. Yeah, that ha- it yeah, it happened. I found I found out as I was in New Zealand cuz of the time change and stuff, but that like I don't know about you, but it didn't even set in. Like when I read it, like it didn't even like it took like an hour for the magnitude to really just take me off my feet. It's like ridiculous and I cannot understand why people do not want to put any type of law into effect for guns. Like, and we're the only country that this is happening, really. Obviously, there's other, like, terrorist things that happened in other countries, but we're the only country that really has all these mass shootings, these senseless mass shootings. And we're and not there's doing... mass shootings happening everywhere right now. Okay, but either way, like, we need something. This is ridiculous. Like, it's happening so often, and it's just, it's not okay anymore. And I don't know. Also, Turkey happened while you were gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, which was three suicide bombers in an airport, and Saudi Arabia was attacked by there was a suicide bomber in, I think it was in a mosque, today, like, it's, I, I don't know what's happening right now. It's absolutely insane. It's just so grim, and I just, I can't, I can't. Yeah. You know. I thought it was. Go ahead. 
Well, this is like, I remember we talked about this when I was in New Zealand. Like, some things we just can't know everything about, especially with the news. Like, they just, we can't care about everything that's happening because we that's only have so much to, like, our container is only so big. And, like, if we have to deal with the stuff that is in our town, let alone the things that's happening in our country and in the world, it's like, it's just too much. And I, you know, when it comes to, like, that type of stuff, it's kind of like, yes, we care, but I cannot let that really like be in my mind because it would just be too much and it's happening so often we just don't have it we don't have enough room for that that's what i was about to say actually i thought that was a really interesting topic from your episode with the girls i was like that's so interesting because it's so true like and it's such a it's such a real thing you know to say out loud i can't i can't care about all this and that sounds so awful but it's like so true Mm mm-hmm it is it's yeah especially at this rate yeah let's move on to something happy yeah yeah i agree um what do you want to do next do you want to talk about all the casting things that happened because it's just been yeah let's, let's a lot of it. interesting things and it's like one of our favorite topics totally totally um barkad abdi i know I'm barkad the abdi i'm yeah. the captain now I'm the captain now is now in Blade Runner 2. And I, was I mainly wanted to very surprised by this. I Only... mainly wanted to bring it up because we said I'm the captain yeah. now for like a year and a half yeah, after so Captain Phillips came out. <laughs> You're like look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm Irish. the captain now. I'm the captain. Now. <laughs> um I was worried that he like he was going to get like stereotyped into a role cuz that was his first movie role. It was so specific. I really were. And so, I mean, I was very surprised, but I was also happy to see that he got cast in this, like, huge, big-budget thing because I hope it opens a lot of doors for him because... Well, the reason why he got this is totally because Blade Runner is a weird world with weird people, and, and everyone looks weird, and they act weird, and they don't fit in, and he's gonna have some kind of... I'm sure he's going to have some kind of role where it is a very strange character because he's yeah. a very strange looking person. Rude. But not I get rude. <laughs> he this is how he's going to keep an acting career. <laughs> I know. But I'm I'm still happy for him because that's a huge I am too. movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually the more I hear about the movie I'm getting excited for it. I feel like Well, you love Blade Runner. I love Blade Runner. Um and I'm I'm sort of at a point now like, you know, with the Ghostbusters thing and the Independence Day and the Blade Runner 2 and The Force Awakens, I'm like, I mean, I'm excited. And if I don't like it, I'm not going to be offended because because of <clears throat> because it is know, a part of a that franchise. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be offended because of it's in that franchise. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for Blade Runner 2. Maybe I don't like it, but I I think that. Denis Villeneuve or whatever his name is who is directing it I'm sure he's a lot more scared that it's going to be bad than I'm scared that it's going to be bad like probably I bet he's terrified I'm sure he is Uh, what else uh, other casting news Uh, Ocean's Eleven yes they I don't know if it's a reboot or like a or just a reboot I I think it's just I don't know what to call it Ocean Eleven type movie with women I think. Well, that sort of gets down to one of my problems with it. But anyways, um, 
right before you left or as you left or somewhere in there, Mindy Colling and Helena Bohm Carter were added to the cast, who also includes Sandy B. It? Sandy Yeah. Sandy Bullock. Sandy B. Sandy. Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett. So my one of my problems with you actually already brought it up was that if it was an Ocean's Eleven type movie I think I would be a lot more okay with it, but I don't like that it's like the Ocean's Eleven brand name on it because Ocean's Eleven is like such a hodgepodge of people. It's like, we got this guy that does that. We got that dude from that place who does this. And there's there's women on the team and there's other races on the team. And this sort of just feels like it's sort of just all a little monotoned. It's like, it's just women. And I kind of wish I'm that sure it's it not wasn't just women, but I think the whole premise is that the women are the face, and the people behind it. You know, they're the strong force. We're gonna well, the, take down the man. I just don't. That's not appropriate. <laughs> I just don't like. How are all these middle-aged women going to pull off a heist? Why? Because they're women. Well, they're middle-aged, and because it's just women. This is exactly why they have to make this movie because it's, they would. Do you know what they John, would say to you? It's not going to be believable. Mathis, how can you say this? That it sounds so sexist. What you're saying. This I is know exactly it sexist, but it's. I'm not it a is. sexist. Well, it sounds like it because they would say, if the, if there was an if they were all men, you wouldn't say anything. Because a bunch of men could pull off a heist. And why can't women? I just don't. Listen, let's see the movie and we'll see what it looks like. But I just don't imagine Kate Blanchett like running into a room, knocking a bunch of fools out, and sneaking you can imagine through wires. George Clooney. And... No, but George Clooney doesn't do that part of it. None of these women would do that. Uh, Sandy, Sandy B Bullock. was Miss Congeniality. She was a detective. I could see the one person who fits from this group of women that's thus casted is Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock isn't. What about Helena uh, Bonham Carter? She could do it. Well, I'm on the other side. You are on the other side. I don't think Helena Bonham Carter fits in. But no, let them prove okay. me wrong. Let it be good. Let them prove I don't... all men wrong. What the Mathis. fuck? <laughs> what? You just you, you mean, said that two most like stereotypical male thing to say about a, a movie it, with all females that let is the it, let it most prove me wrong but i don't think it will i don't think it's well, going to be believable with, see but this is what happens when you get this attitude on it you're not gonna like it no matter what it is that's not true that's not true okay batman versus superman which you haven't even seen yet because of the what you your attitude towards it i have a surprise for you did you see it and you hated it, right? Let me tell you. Let me tell we you. We should what just happened. not talk about it on here because I feel like it's going to be a long conversation. And you know, no, no, have, no, no. Okay. We'll just talk about it briefly. Okay. So, um, I didn't realize the extended cut was coming out so fast. Uh -huh. I was like, "Oh, the extended cuts out." And then, so I started thinking about it, and I was like, "All these people, all these people are going to watch the extended cut and hope like it's better than the first one." And I was like. Because this is the R-rated one, right? The R-rated extended cut. I don't know if it's I, I don't know if it's R-rated or unrated, oh. but it's it's a half hour longer than 
the other film is. And it had and Jenna Malone in it, right? Because she was in the it extended. Did. Yeah. It did. She's in uh she's in like four or five scenes. Um but <laughs> they literally just cut all of her scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, like um a... let me talk though. Sorry. Let me talk. So I was thinking about how like all these people were gonna watch the movie and go like what let's hope it's better. And I was like but I haven't seen the movie. What if I watch it and I actually enjoy it? Because my first impression is a less choppy, more complete, more realized, uh, more more characterized film. So I was like, I will watch it for that. And so I watched it, and let me let me tell you, I didn't hate it. I That's was right. like, I don't. It's fun, I could, isn't it? Uh, it's fun. It's it's fun at points. Um, it's really. It's not it's not great by any means, but it's like, there's a lot of good stuff in it, and, um, and I kind of see where a lot of the complaints are coming from, mm-hmm. but, still, there's a lot of really strong stuff in the movie. Like, if you want to watch a superhero movie with a ton of themes and just like, a ton of like, this means that and philosophy this and philosophy that like this is the movie for you like there mm-hmm. is so much the themes the themes outweigh the story and they outweigh the characters a lot um but i really i really liked a lot of those details it was really long it was like yeah it's probably really, three hours wasn't it it was three hours long but um there was a lot of it where i was like this is really well thought out like this is a really great idea to make all of this stuff happen like yeah how how Batman and Superman know each other, learn of each other, fight each other, fight with each other, like all of that stuff. I was like, that was really, really well thought out. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, do you have any questions you want to ask me? Since I actually liked it. No. I'm just glad I you liked saw Lex it and a had lot. an open mind. What was I it? liked Lex a lot. Yeah. A lot of people hated him, and I was like, I feel like they. He handled did what that he did, really well. You know, very Jesse well, Eisenberg. I I felt like it wasn't very Jesse Eisenberg oh, though, because he was so wacky. Jesse Eisenberg is usually just like mean, and and this guy was just a whack a doodle, you know. Whack a doodle do. Whack a doodle do. He was a little too much like the Joker, but when I was after I watched it, I realized I was like, he has to be that way because of the way that the story mm-hmm. went, like. He had to be so psychotic that he would try to pit the whole world against itself. Right. Um, but yeah, just the fact that he was the Silicon Valley type and um, he was super entrepreneurial. He like they really did the whole I was fatherless or I hated my father. Like that stuff really played into the theme well. I was I really dug that. Um, yeah. So I'm glad you. Saw you it. say that if I say I'm gonna hate it. Well, then here's the thing, it, though. You justified it. it because it was an extended version. I still okay, think well, if you would have seen the normal one, find... you probably would have said you didn't like it as much. I, I probably... Theory. Well, I probably wouldn't have... Thinking about a half hour being cut out of that movie, it just I can see how it would be like, oh, and this character has to do that. Oh, it's done. Oh, and this character has to... Oh, now they're there. You know, yeah. like, if you if you cut it any shorter, it's a very, like, oh, uh, uh, uh really fast moving and which isn't a good I mean that's not a good thing for a movie like it should be able you should be able to watch a two hour movie and have a complete story like that's just 
it's a little elaborate for its right. own good. It is. But anyways, I thought you would appreciate that I watched I it and I, I do actually I did. liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I do when I did. I do when I did. Also didn't hate Doomsday. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. A lot of people hated Doomsday. I didn't yeah, hate it. I didn't hate him. It was fine. You know what was really interesting? The film has like four fight scenes in it. That's true. I was like, there's not a lot of fighting in this movie. There's a lot of people like trying to figure things out, like a mm-hmm. crime drama or something. Yeah. You know. Didn't hate Ben Affleck either. No, I, thought he was I think he crushed it. Yeah. Henry Cavill was not, not so strong. But no. I don't know if it was his fault. Like, I think that's it just was sort how of like, Superman is, though. He's kind of just like, meh. Yeah, he's sort of just like wandering around. <laughs> I thought I thought Amy Adams was good in it. I thought I'm not a huge Amy Adams fan in general, but I think she's I, am. I think she's fine in there. Like I I don't not like her in it, but I I'm I, not like it's Amy. I will say this: I like it more than Man of Steel. I like it a lot oh. more than Man of Steel. Okay. Like, Man of Steel just ripped my heart out, and then watching I this, know. I was like, that doesn't hurt me at all. That was that was pretty fun. I like this. I like that. It actually makes sense, unlike Man of Steel. I actually liked Wonder Woman in it. I didn't think I would, because in the trailer, it just seems like she pops out of nowhere, and then she's like, poof, hi. Yeah. But I, I well, kind of like her in it, and I like the... The trailers, the trailers suck for the movie, because the it's they. I know why they did them that way, because it was like, this is the biggest action movie of the year, and it's mm-hmm. not at all, but mm-hmm. that's the only way that you can sell it. So you're like watching the movie and you're like, oh, I'm sure somebody's going to fight somebody soon. And you're just kind of like waiting and okay. And then you're like, okay, this isn't what it's about at all. My my one thing with Wonder Woman is I felt like she would just keep showing up and be like, hi, and then be gone. Yeah. And I was like, Wonder Woman, do something. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I mean, there might be more of that in the movie because it is extended. I don't know. but Maybe. And I actually, I got really excited, like, seeing those little clips of all the people for the Justice League. It I don't felt know why to me. But it, it, it was very forced, but I don't, especially seeing the Flash, because he's, like, my favorite now. I was just like. What, what is the Flash, like, sm- slight spoilers, I'm sure everyone's seen the movie now, but what is the, the dream that Ben Affleck has? I don't has know. That's and... the one I was like, okay. I, I figured the... maybe they'd explain it better in the extended, but it was very, like. I'm sure it connects to whatever the Justice League will be and all that jazz. But. It was it was so interesting because like it was like the Flash like went back in time is what I understand. Well, was, and I the Flash can that do that in uh, though. like in the series, on the CW, the Flash does that. So oh really? Yeah, he runs I, I so fast. I liked that they didn't that explain it though. The time continuum. What was that? He broke it. Does everybody die? That's what would happen if you broke the time continuum. Well, I guess he didn't break it, but he like found a way to go through but it. But he looped it. He looped it. He looped it like a shoelace. Whoa. <laughs> but yes. That's a serious loop and a yes, double knot on top. A double uh, knot. <laughs> uh, I kind of like that they didn't explain it, though. I was like, really? that's cool. We'll see what happens later. It's just like a, a nice little Easter egg. It's. Is it really an Easter egg if it's like so like... This is no, the scene. you're right. Easter egg's the wrong word. It's kind of just like a, oh, you'll find out what that means later. Uh, Goodbye. Like Zack Snyder in the background, like, ooh. Yeah, that's him this entire movie. Yeah. He's like, did you see that? <laughs> ooh. Okay, let's move but on. But yeah, it, it was pretty fun. I probably would like it more if I watched it with somebody. Maybe I'll find yeah. a friend and watch it with them. 
You should just find a friend. You're right. <laughs> you're right. You're you're right. As he sobs um, uncontrollably. We got we got new Power Ranger news while oh, you were gone too. Yes. Brian Cranston is our Zordon. This is everything and to me. Everything. I hope that I hope the first trailer has like Zordon narrating over it. That's and it's just exactly what I was thinking. Like uh-huh. Really grisly voice, and he's like, "We have to say Heisenberg is back." Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so I excited. Think <laughs> I think it's a pretty good, a pretty good cast. I think so too. I'm sure they were like, "We need another Elizabeth Banks in this movie," like right. something where people go. Oh, Brian Cranston's in it, and I like, bet they're paying him bank just to like yeah. be a hologram. Be a yeah, they're just gonna bring him into a studio and film but his head. I bet they're and, doing like the dots and stuff, and they'll probably do some type of like technology. Oh, you think he'll be mocap? It won't be like his face. I mean, it'll probably be his face because that's what Zordon is. But I feel like maybe they won't use it. I don't really know. I just feel like they're not gonna it, do. It'll like, be interesting to see what it is because I don't. You think they're gonna do a giant canister with a head in it? Like I don't know if they're uh, gonna. Yeah, do that's that. what Zordon is. Yeah, but I'm wondering if they'll find another way to do like a floating head. Like <sighs> he'll be like you said, he'll be like a hologram. Maybe it'll be like a I, Star Wars hologram that like shoots that. out of the table. You know, I just feel like Zordon is this. I don't know. I can we'll I can deal with a lot of changes with Power Rangers, but I mean. That's what but Zordon not Zordon. Is. Except for in the first movie when they when the thing broke and then he became this little like Yeah, that part that was, was that was wrinkly. a crazy part. Yeah. He's, he's like, like in, in some cocoon. sort of like Yeah, this cocoon thing. He just looked exactly. like a date, like a dried up date. He did. Yeah, he was a nasty old date. That's why I don't want him as like a hologram or something cuz he'd end up looking like that. <laughs> you know, like speaking of Power Rangers in a slightly more intellectual way than is probably necessary. I like that bad things happen to Zordon in the Power Rangers series. Like he's not a god. Like they have to save him sometimes. Like there's, oh, I, I always Alpha Alpha will be in there. That's his name, right? Alpha. Alpha, yeah, Alpha Alpha. Alpha that Alpha. is definitely the little rascals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder also if Alpha Alpha will be there. He just like I wonder if they'll get that little hair to like stand oh down god. on his head, like lay down. Um, what was I? Gonna, I was gonna. Oh, you know what I just realized this morning was that Zordon creates like he has the power to make the Power Rangers, and they have Mega Zords there, and they call them Zords. I'm wondering if there's some sort of like oh. connected, like rooted terminology to like where all the power comes from or something. I don't know, but I was like, that's interesting. Uh, connective tissue there i wonder if there's other like zord language things in Hmm. power rangers i don't know but i was like zordon and then the megazords huh interesting wow wow i would say the more you know but we don't actually know what it means so the more you think the more you think about it yeah um what do we what do we want to talk about do you want about? me to give you the dilemma that not dilemma but the yeah sure throw it at me okay so when i was in new zealand i don't even know how we got on this topic but there was a scenario not even a scenario but that was placed and i was on one side and the three girls were on the other and i'm going to put it towards you just to see what you think okay just so you know we disagree a lot yes um i'm gonna try to do it unbiasedly i hope i can i think i can Okay. <clears throat> okay, so here's the thing. 
they were talking about how at the 9-11 memorial the new one you know with like the squares and the fountains where the yeah world trade center towers were mm-hmm. um we were talking about how um there are people that take happy selfies with these memorials in the background and how it's a little um mm-hmm. what's the word disrespectful to take a happy selfie at the 9-11 memorial what do you think I think that I don't think that there should be a rule. I think that people should just know that they need to. People just need to know that they need to like show a little respect. Like I don't think you need to say like, you have to keep your camera put away. But I think that people should be considerate enough to know that like this is a very, um, this is a sacred place. This is a place with a lot of uh, pain, and. If it were me, I just wouldn't take a picture of it. Like I, I'm, but I'm the type of person who's like, if it feels even slightly to other people like a camera shouldn't be there, then I'm like, I would never use a camera. So I wouldn't, inf- I wouldn't enforce it, but I would probably give somebody an ugly look if they took a happy selfie there. You're on the other end of. This. I was on the other end. Yep. I think it's very oversensitive. I mean, I feel like our country is very oversensitive with everything. And I feel like we're at, You're right. It's, it's a memorial. Like, yes, a lot of bad things happen there, but bad things happen everywhere where we all take photos. You're right. And it's just a photo of someone smiling. You're right. And it. I just thought it was not a big deal at all. I think it's very... You're right. And obviously, like, if someone's family was there and they saw someone very happy while they're mourning, obviously, like, it's not going to feel great for them. But, I mean, we can't put all of that on other people. I don't have no, any connection right. to it. Obviously, it happened in my lifetime, but I was very young. So if I'm going to go there, I want to document it. And if I document, I probably wouldn't take a selfie because I don't do that often. But I don't think it's a big deal. And I think it's, but I was alone with myself. (laughs) I totally see your point of view, too. I think that society in general is way oversensitive. And I would not try to force what I think on other people. You know, I would not try to, like, create a rule around it. And I might give somebody an ugly look, but I would get over it. Like, I'm just a judger. <laughs> and I do get the point. I mean, it's not like I'm that insensitive where I can see that it's... No, I know you're not. But, like, I just think... But tell the folks so that's they don't the think thing that bastard. we're going to focus on in our world right now, that someone's taking a selfie, like, I just think it's... Oh, no, you're totally right. That is, that is making a big deal out of nothing. That's what but... I thought. But I get it, whatever. I just thought it'd be fun to pose it. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good question. Yeah. Anyone else? What do you guys think? Did, did they at least see your point of view? I'm sure they saw it, but it was definitely like... They did like, not vocalize that. No. <laughs> it was definitely like, like Shut no, up. like we don't agree with you. And I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> no, I, I respect where you're coming from too because I don't, I don't agree with this overly sensitive nature because it's not getting anybody anywhere. And no. We don't need to be tiptoeing around in life right. and every single thing and we need more happiness in the world right so if we're gonna smile just smile anyways let's move on (laughs) so i want to briefly talk about um i i feel like i'm the only person who brings up music on this podcast but this it's such a it's such a spiritual moment that happened to me while you were gone Mm -hmm. um but it's it's the new mumford and sons ep Mm -hmm. uh johannesburg yeah johannesburg Uh, when the I sort of stopped listening to Mumford for uh, a long while and 
part of it was because I really didn't like the 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 last album. I know that you liked it a lot. I did. And you were the only person I knew who liked it a lot. Yeah, typical. I, it's <laughs> yeah, typical. <laughs> but I just I felt like the music lost its quirk because they tried to um, they tried to underplay all the instrumentation mm-hmm. for most of it. So it's a lot of like alternative rock sound. Yeah. And I I didn't need it to be exactly the way that it always had been. But I wanted there to be like the flourishes of the Mumford and Son, Sons uh, songs. I just um, love the album so much. I'm like thinking about. It. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> the wild and I totally, mind one. I totally that understand one? that because yeah, exactly that one. I think that was. I def- totally. How many times you probably listened to it? Several times. But I would say for the for like Wilder the majority of people, like the, the first time I listened through it, I was not very impressed. But as yeah, I kept I tried, listening to I, it, and I figured yeah. you would because you give things second chances and i respect that you don't like it but thank you john i'm glad you realized that about me because i listened to it i didn't like it i listened to it again i didn't like it i put it off a few months i listened to it again i didn't like it and then when johannesburg came out i was like maybe i should listen to it again and i was like i don't like it it's okay i just but granted they just have great lyrics and i was like i just want there to be more than just great lyrics to this uh but i think that the whole album is a response to the backlash they got for the Babel album because um, everyone was like, you just copied and pasted your last album and you did it again. So there was like some blowback from that. And I mm-hmm. think that for a while during mine, they were like, let's just, let's try something different. Like, yeah. um, but this new EP is, is very different from everything that they've done, but it has so much of that flourish to it it's so it has some of the folksy stuff back but there's this african like Mm -hmm. uh bohemian sound to it where they're like singing with a lot of other bands there's like a big sound to a lot of it and i loved it so much like i have i i have listened to the ep so many times and i don't know if the whole album will sound like that like i thought maybe it would but then i found out that that ep was recorded in one day like all those bands were in were in the same area and they were like let's make an ep and they did that and and i was like that sort of makes me feel like this might be its own entity like the next album mm-hmm. won't have any of these songs it'll just be this yeah, EP is its own so. thing I mean... and that would be beautiful too yeah um but there i don't know which song you told me you heard one song on it yeah was it I... there will be time it was whatever the first one was. But I yeah, remember not that being song. that impressed. But I only listened to it like once, so don't It's it I I love different. that about music though. Like it's that song was like not impressive to you, but the moment I heard it, it just like stirred my soul. Well, like and so here's the thing. I much. was listening to it as we were driving, like in New Zealand. And, oh, like when I'm go. driving, I want I play music to like distract myself from the fact that we're driving for so long. And it's I usually not a like distracting to, song. And I usually like to listen to stuff that I know while Guys, I'm driving. Guys, he really does. When we road trip together, he's like, like turn off your music. Because <laughs> I, 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 yeah. So it was just not a great time for me to listen to it. Because I was like, okay, we're no, driving. Yeah. I don't want. So that's why. That would be like trying to listen to Wilder in mind at first when you were driving, you know, right. for the first time. You would have been like, gonna, nah, I don't need to It's not going to distract you of how much you're driving. You're just going to think, wow, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but I heard that song and I can't stop listening to it and it's become my new mantra and Ooh. and I like it so much 
that I, I bought tickets to see them in a few months. <gasps> That's so exciting. Yeah, so I'm going to go see Mumford in, uh, I think, September. But By yourself? this song, single-handedly... No, my friend actually... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I respect you. <laughs> it, it was crazy because here's how the whole thing went. It's actually a really... It's a really uh, fun story. I um, I heard this song and I was like, "Oh my god, this song is so good!" And I kept listening to it. And then I saw a friend later that night, and I was like, "Are you a Mumford fan?" And she was like, "Yeah, I, I love uh, Mumford. I love him so much." And and I've I've wanted this. They're one of the bands on my list that I've wanted to see forever. And I was like, "Do you actually have a list?" Like a written no, list? this was her. She was like, there's like three bands that oh. are on my list of like, I need to see these bands before I die. And and I knew that there was going to be a concert because I got an email from Spotify that was like, hey, you've listened to Johannesburg more than everybody else. Like, <laughs> if you, if you want to, the tickets are on pre-sale for you and they're going to be up on this date. And it was like in two days so i talked to her that night it's like destiny and i was like it's fake. exactly this whole thing is destiny john so i'm talking to her and i'm like well they're coming they're coming and i know the exact date they're going to come on sale which is a big deal in la because the tickets usually sell out within yeah. a few hours of them going on sale um and she was like oh yeah i would i would love to go and she was like i don't i know their first two albums but i didn't really like their third album um and so i haven't listened to them in a while because it kind of like I kind of like lost interest mm -hmm. and I was like you need to hear you need to hear this one song from Johannesburg yeah and and I play the song for her and she's like oh my god she this like is starts weeping I think she wanted to I think I wanted to but it it connected with her and I was like we need to go to this concert and she was like yes and then you guys so like, like jumped and high-fived and freeze-framed it was pretty much that yeah. spirit it was pretty much that spirit without the jumping and the high five, but it was all there. I'm disappointed. No, don't be. But, but she loved the song, and then we like got tickets the next day. So I am so excited to go, and I feel like a good song like that just informs me on like a lot of my spirituality day to day. Like, mm -hmm. th the song is all about like timing. Like, there's timing in the world. Um, yeah. You know, like mm -hmm. some things happen at certain times and then some things happen at other times. And and sometimes it takes, you know, sometimes you're in this one moment and you're waiting for this other moment, but this is the time for X and not Y. Yeah. And it was such a it was such a needed thing and it was John is really struggling over Sorry. here, guys. I'm like watching him on the FaceTime. And, an and he he looks like he's really struggling. I'm back. Oh, he's back. Good. Harry but back. A, a huge thing, a huge thing these past few weeks, you know, like I mentioned briefly at the beginning of the podcast, it has been like a really intense few weeks. I've needed to be, it felt like a really God thing because I felt like I needed to be reminded like timing is so important. And just because something is not the way that it needs to be right now doesn't mean that it won't be one day. And yeah there is a beautiful verse in ecclesiastes that said that says god makes everything beautiful in its time mm -hmm. and and i was like that's that is where i'm at right now like good and it was it was just really powerful and i just wanted to share because that's that's a lot about what what we talk about on this podcast things dealing there's with there's definitely something like divine about those types of moments and it's like you can't was, like yeah. explain it or like fabricate it it just kind of happens 
and yeah. I don't know. I really like when it happens, but then like the other part of me like thinks about like the people that like Anton who died and I'm like, but what about him? See, that's how my mind goes. Like I'm like really happy and then like I'm like, but what about these people? And that's where I get all these uh crises. <laughs> like, what does it mean? And and then I freak out. <laughs> and then I freak out and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. You got to hold on to the divine moments though. You really do. Cuz it's it's at least for me it was like the energy that I needed for that moment yeah. and I was like this will carry me for the next month, you know. That's great. It's huge. It was huge and it was beautiful and I'm just so excited now like and not freaking out. I'm excited for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, John. You're Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Thank you. I respect you. Um <laughs> I respect you. I feel like we should uh we should bring up our little diddly do email. Oh, yes. We should Should we end with the email? I mean, we're about the time, so I would think so. Unless you want to like so quickly too. like plop something right at the end there, but Well, maybe the email could be a cutesy little plop thing because it is a very beautiful thing. I think I'll so. read it. Yeah. Okay. Andrew writes, "Hey friends." <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> Hi friends. I hate so, you. So Andrew wrote us about the animal souls topic, which I've been getting some pretty good response on. I don't know if anybody's brought it up to you, but nope, zero people. People, <laughs> people, people thought that was a really friends. interesting topic. <laughs> yeah, you and all your friends over there have been conversing over it. Um, a lot of people thought the animal souls was a really interesting topic, and a lot I more loved, people than. Hang on, real quick. Your friend that found this save the earwig thing, Christina. Oh my yeah. gosh, I died. I couldn't believe. Why it. is that a thing? I mean, I don't know. Th- thankfully, it's a thing, but it's I. God, I thought it's. God I thought sent. she like made it at first, and I was like, she did not make that. She found that. What in the world? I'm not alone. I'm not alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, her, she's an example. Like, she thought it was an interesting topic, and uh, a lot more people than I expected. Uh, thought that animals do have souls, like. And like what we were saying, it's not the same thing as a human soul, but they were like, there's something uh, to it. Uh, Oh, I just thought about how I want to end the podcast. It's going to tie into this really well. Oh, my goodness. I cannot even wait. John, if you were here, you would high five me. I would. (laughs) Okay, but let's do Andrew's email first. So he writes, I wanted to write you about the hummingbirds slash animal souls topic. Uh, Mathis mentioned the hummingbirds and he said it made him think of this. Uh, He had this discussion with a friend uh, where he was talking about how multiple people referred to birds as a representation Mm -hmm. of a deceased friend or family member watching over them. And he said, as an example, my mom has said that the cardinals in our front yard are her dad watching over us my cousin has said something similar about the hummingbirds on the porch of my grandma's house being her dad watching over us and he said i wonder what your thoughts are on this and how it might tie into the animal souls topic i'm still working it out for myself 
but I think I have settled on believing that while yes, I believe that animals do have some sort of soul, see Andrew's one of them, he also thinks there might be something to it, uh, they are not the spirits of the deceased. I think those examples are a coping slash comfort method that help us deal with the loss of someone close to us. I just thought it would be an interesting sidebar of the discussion from the episode. Yeah. So what do you think, John? Um, I don't know. Here's the thing. I think that that whole idea is great. And I think that that whole idea that certain signs or signals or animals um, that remind you of someone that has died, I think is a very wonderful and like healthy thing. And Same. I think it helps a lot of people. So whether or not I think it's like actually connected or not, I think is irrelevant because I think it helps a lot of people. And I can see myself one day, like if I lose someone that's very close to me having those types of things and I can just see how it would make you feel, you know, really comforted. Um, yeah. So I don't even know if I want to, I mean, so I don't actually think that like they're necessary, like Andrew said, I don't think it's like the souls of them coming back. Um, but I think when someone dies, it, it like opens your mind to the beauty that's already around you. And you're kind of looking for those types of things. Yes. When really exactly. in reality, these things have always been by you the whole time. Um, and now just you have kind of a reason to look. And I think that that's also very beneficial because I think that there is beauty in our world and that we look by it every day. But it's really like me and my hummingbirds. Yes. You and the hummingbirds. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was thinking the exact same thing. I think it's such a beautiful concept. And mm -hmm. and I think it's really important that things remind you of the loved ones that you've lost. So even if it even if it's not them, when you see them, it's like, that reminds me of my time with my grandfather. That reminds me that... Uh, he was a great person. It reminds me of the love he shared for me and the love I shared for him. It keeps the connection. And you know, you it don't does, lose the yeah. connection. It just It does. And and like you were saying, like I almost don't even like if I have to be completely practical about it, I I will say I don't think it's a deceased person either. But I almost don't even want to say it because it's such a like it's such a it's such a tender thing that I don't even want to bring that language to. I want to be I like, you You should think that because yeah. it's it's like uh, Andrew was saying, it is a really powerful comforting method. Mm -hmm. And everything doesn't have to be so... Um, grim? Final? Grim, yeah, but also so it doesn't have to be so uh, clinical. It doesn't have to be yeah. so like... No, they're they're dead and they're gone. You know, like why do we right. have to? You know, we don't have to. That's not think really going to help anyone. I'm sure some no, people yeah. may be like, no, like that idea. But like... no, yeah, it's it's like a, it's a really it's a really beautiful thing, and I'm really glad that Andrew sent us the email because it was such a like, a really cool facet to that conversation. Yeah, I think so you know? too. So thank you, Andrew, because Gracias. that was awesome. Yes. Uh, so I'd like to end the podcast by telling you something really cool mm -hmm. that a friend of mine said um, to me that just really rocked my world a little bit. Um, I, we were talking about how 
with animals with everything there is like that there is a spirituality to everything it's not just it's not it's certainly not limited to god which i think a lot of mm -hmm. still uh, traditional religion uh, can make you feel like and it's not limited to man either like it's not just like within us it's within everything and she was saying that someone had told her uh recently or she had read or heard somewhere that the re the beautiful thing about god is that he he gives order to spirituality it's like everything is spiritual but it is chaotic and it's almost like the whole the whole world at one point was one one sheet of spirituality it's just it's just unorganized and then god does this beautiful thing of like giving dimensionality to to the spiritual like he starts bending that sheet into a new direction and he starts layering it and he starts forming it so it's like there is man there is there is uh, the animals there are the trees there are the stars like everything everything is filled with it and then and then god just calls the chaos into order and and the and and it really rocked my world because it was like it's such a it's such a good way to think about how everything is beautiful you know what i mean and everything is so important because it is it is of the same it is of the same thread like it is all interconnected as we've commonly talked about on this podcast yeah that's i don't really have much to say about it but i feel like whenever you find something that like helps you see I feel like it's different for everyone. So like this particular story, like really connected with you and like it helped you see kind of how the world works in a special way. And I think that's really cool. It's just such a good way, you know, like such a, I just really like the, the image of one sheet of spirituality and mm -hmm. in that sheet at one point is transformed into being something more than just this planier uh -huh. one oneness. It's, and, and it doesn't stop everything from being one. It just makes it like, well, this looks like that over here and this looks like that over here. But it's all it's all of the same thing. It's right. all it's all one piece still. I like that. Yeah, I wanted to share that with you. Thank you. Because I was like I was like, kill when I heard it. Kill. Like kill man. Rock on. A kill. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fourth of July. Yes. And and you know what fireworks always remind me of? What? The ending of the Mighty Morphin Power Ranger movie. Yes. The greatest. There's a, the greatest, yeah. How there is no better way to end a movie than fireworks. No. And they play this like mm -hmm. Van Halen song that gets Every time I see fireworks, the song is just the soundtrack of my my night. It's like we're gonna get higher and uh -huh. higher, straight up and yeah. fly. And everyone is just smiling, and the fireworks are lighting uh -huh. up their face. And I'm like, that is the best. So I hope that everybody has a Mighty Morphin Power uh -huh. Ranger ending to their night tonight. And I hope that you enjoy this on your post Mighty Morphin Power Ranger ending moments the next day amen sister i'm not a sister oh brother but i accept you i accept you <laughs>
but who he <laughs> is. Cool. All right. Um, yeah. Good as always. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm like a scientist, like yeah. testing my vials in the yep. in the lab. Mm, looks about right. Good as always. It's uh, good as always. We'll check back in later. <laughs> Bye. If uh, if anybody wants to send us an email, you can email us at hello and adieu at gmail dot com. That's h e l l o a n d a d i e u at gmail dot com, and you can talk to us on Twitter at hello and adieu. Um. Oh yeah, and iTunes, you can you can hit that up. You can rate, subscribe, review us, and it will help other people find us. Mm-hmm. I I hope you had fun listening to this episode. We yeah. are so excited to be back. It probably doesn't seem like we were anywhere because right. our schedule was not interrupted, but it feels like we're back right we're now. Back. We're back and we're ready to rock and roll. Yeah, we yeah. are. Mm. Yeah. And later in the week, we're going to have a Game of Thrones episode. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Thanks. John. Good job remembering that. And so if you haven't seen Game of Thrones or caught up, then just don't listen to it. And don't, don't worry. Don't dare listen to it. No, because it's going to be everything. But don't worry. Oh, it's not going to mess up with our Tuesday sketch. So of course not. Just don't listen to it, you know? It's going to be a special episode. It's going to be real good. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, we'll see, we'll see the peoples on Friday. We'll talk again next week. Well, next next time, yeah, next yeah. Time. I don't know when we're gonna talk, but we're gonna do it. Oh, adieu, Mathis. Adieu, adieu, John. Adieu. <laughs>